Log Talk Radio. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life. For the body of your life. Hey guys, this is Colin, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. This is 8CG Body Talk, and I'm your host, Colin F. Watson, the 8CG Diet Coach. And we have a very, uh, which I feel to be a very powerful topic today. Um, it's one that I don't really hear too many people talk about. Um, and it's uh, I, you know, actually, it's something that came to my attention. Actually, I mean, I've known about it, but it came to my attention um, to a point where it actually kind of woke me up in the middle of the night, made me start thinking about um, making some changes. Um, and I'll get into it in a little bit. But as you can see, the topic of this show today is um, you know, AC, how to conquer AC diet relapse and embrace recovery. Um, and that's it, you know, it's any diet. I mean, we already know statistically that 94% of people that lose weight successfully on any diet protocol gain it all back or most of the way back, if not all the way back or more, usually within four years. And in many cases, it's a lot sooner than that. Um, and even though we know that statistic, we never really talk about what it feels like to actually be in that space, um, to be that person to, who has um, done something that you thought was impossible, um, achieved the body of your dreams, and then somehow wake up one morning and find yourself right back where you started. Um, that's a pretty devastating place to be. So before I go any further, I always want to make sure that I'm not talking to myself and you guys can hear me. So press one on your phone. That'll put your hand up. It lets me know you can actually hear me loud and clear. And then once you've done that, press one again and put your hand down. And that lets me know that we're all good. Okay, I see them popping up. Awesome. Thank you. Now push one again and I'll put your hand down so we do the Q&A. So I'm glad to see that people are popping up on the call because there was actually one person on the call at the time that the show was starting. And I was like, this is a, this is a very painful topic for a lot of people. And I'm wondering how many people actually will face the pain <laughs> and are actually listening in and how many won't. So let me kind of tell you wh- what this is all about, what made me think about this particular situation. You know, I had gotten some information on one of my one of my clients that did extremely well in in um, losing weight, uh, basically achieved amazing success. Um, you know, she basically I found out that she actually relapsed and and, and relapsed to the point where literally she put back on all the weight um, and then some. And and that's not shocking because it happens to a lot of people. But what was really shocking for me is that. I didn't hear about it from her. Um, it was it was basically from a friend of a friend, and um, that that you know it saddened me that she was afraid to tell me and afraid to share share with me or afraid to come back and ask me for help because she feel that she felt that she had failed so miserably. And um, so at first I think that was you know I think the first star was about me. I was like wow that's you know is there is there, is there something that 
is in you know, you know horses. You know, it's always got to be about you first. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> That's just the ego. But I was like, wow, am I not approachable? You know, did I, you know, did I, you know, how could you not want to, you know, how could you be afraid to come back and talk to me? And um, and you know, so I went to sleep that night, and I woke up probably, you know, like like I have, I have a magic hour. I wake up usually it's about three thirty-five or four twenty-six. It seems like to be the the bewitching hours for me. And I and I, that's always for me. I learned from Wayne Dyer that when when you wake up like that, um, usually consistently, uh, or, or or you know, not consistently, but often, it's uh it's that time for you to have a conversation with God. And and um and what was on my heart was. How, how how painful and 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 lonely and sad of a place can that be to be a person that you know that starts on a journey that no one believes you're going to be able to do anyway you actually you actually reach your goal and actually impress and surprise and 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 to everyone's chagrin do something that you you know they didn't think you could do you get all this praise and accolades and for a short period of time you get to live in that body experience the difference how people treat you and and uh which can be a very terrifying place i've talked about this in previous shows that sometime when you're not used to getting that kind of attention it can really make you so uncomfortable that you don't want it but just to be in that place where you're where you're on top of the world and all of a sudden it seems like a blink of an eye or, or you just something happens and, and, it, and it triggers a downward spiral and it seems to just pile back on faster than you could ever imagine. And you wake up and you look in the mirror and you go, oh, my God, I'm not I'm right back where I started from. And it's almost worse than never losing the weight at all, because the point is, you've seen what you look like. You felt what you can feel like. You know how people treated you differently. You can feel how people are treating you differently now. Because a lot of times you're, you're obese for a long period of time. And your friends are your friends, and your, your coworkers and colleagues are colleagues, and you don't really notice anybody really treating you. They just you don't notice. You don't think about people treating you differently until they do, or until you do something that you recognize that being in a different space and time, or being being in a different body, all of a sudden you end up getting um, a different 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 type of attention, and it may be good or bad. I mean, that's not the point. Is that it's different? And I just sat there going. How lonely of a place is that? And who's doing anything about it? Who's helping these people find a place to be safe and, and to actually and actually encourage them to 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 take that journey again? Because um, you know I've been there in, in in the different aspects of my life. I've been there from an athlete's point of view, from being in peak condition, having an injury that sidelines you for months and months and months losing your strength, gaining weight, having to try and fight your way back into shape again, and it's very, very difficult. I've been there with losing weight and then gaining the weight back and then having to start over again. Um, only over the last four years, and I think primarily because, actually it'll be five years here in April uh, after Easter, I think primarily because of the career I ended up being in and because of the fact that I coach people every day, I'm in the, I'm in the public eye every day, I'm on video every day, I'm either lecturing, I have a higher level of accountability that makes it a little bit more difficult for me to slip away into the darkness and actually gain all the way back and, and, and what have you. And, and maybe I did learn a little something along the way because it is a life, lifestyle change. But not everybody gets it, and that's why there's such high statistics of 94% of the people gaining the weight back. Um, but I'm not talking about that 94%. I'm talking about, I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm talking about the percentage of the people that have lost and gained 
again, but now are in a place where they can't they can't seem to um, face themselves, face their friends, their family, their 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 um, support group because of how they feel um, about themselves and about just just so despondent. And I believe I have a, a, a calling um, in me to 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 try and try and create a space for this. And, you know, people kept asking me about, you know, when are you going to do another challenge? When are you going to do another challenge? You know, we waited for another challenge. And I was like, you know, what? I'm doing another challenge is not inspired. I did, you know, three challenges, really, um, one of which was amazing. Two of which were complete flops. And when I say flops, it's not because, you know, people didn't sign up. It, it was because, you know, giving away prizes, trying you know, getting people motivated. And I, and I always say motivation doesn't last. You know, my goal was inspiration. Only only those who are inspired are inspired. But the point, you know, I, I kind of look back at the whole concept of, you know, giving away prizes, almost very similar to the Body for Life challenge that I did back in the day, you know, it was the big prize at the end of the, you know, carrot dangling out there. But ultimately, every journey of success has to be based on your own will, your own wanting it more than anything else. And, um, you know, really seeing people come to the table and then have them, you know, if they, you know sign, as soon as life hit them or things didn't go their way or someone else was, you know, doing better than the rest, they just quit. And I took that very, very personally. Um, not personally as insulted, but personally as then that, that I just felt like I let people down. I, I felt that they let themselves down. It just hurt me. And I was like, I'm not setting myself up for something like that again because, you know what, it just didn't feel good. It wasn't fun. It was very time-consuming. It was emotionally draining. And no, I don't want to do another one. Um, but then I came came to this place where I'm at, and I'm and I'm thinking about this client of mine, and I realize there's probably hundreds, if not thousands of people that are in that particular position. You know, they have anonymous groups, you know, they have uh, recovery groups for alcoholics and drug addicts and, and you know, I think food, you know, what do you call them, uh, eataholics, foodaholics, or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, there's, 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 there's a group for everybody, for, for everything, but I don't hear people really talking about, um, you know, the desperate and despondent and the people that are really, really sick and tired of being sick and tired and just need help, just need somebody to reach out and say, look, I'll help you. There's no strings attached. Just let, you know, if you're, if you're willing to stand up and suit up and show up, I'm willing to help you get back where you want to be. And so this is what this conversation is about. This conversation is about um, uh, my goal is to put something together here, you know, uh, coming here in April after Easter. That's um, not a challenge, but it's, it's going to be an invitation um, for those that are in this place. And only for those that are in this place. I don't want people. I'm just going to try this diet see if I can lose some weight. It's not a competition. It's nothing. You know what? In, in essence, you're really going to have to qualify um, to be a part of this of this group of people that are trying to to start over again and and to get to where they wanted to go. And the qualifications are really going to be based on uh, a real need and desire to get healthy, to uh, lose the weight and really need the help and welcome the help and, and are willing to do whatever it takes to get to where they got to go. You know, it's like my own, my own little version of the biggest loser, I guess. But the point, my point is, is that, um, 
you know, it's not going to be a free for all. Everybody sign up and, you know, just pay money and, and come on and follow the rules and, and see what happens. No, I, I want, you know, even though I have people do their big why and all that kind of stuff, you know, it, you know, that was for you. It wasn't for me, but I think a lot of people, it was about, you know, they were, they were more, they cared more about how they looked, how their big why sounded, but it, it you know, it wasn't based on pain. And uh, pain is, you know, the fear of pain is what really motivates most people to do anything. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's like we, we try to avoid pain at, at, at all costs. It's just our human nature. Um, but we got, we got a lot of people that are in pain right now because of where they are, where they've been. And, and just knowing that bothers me. Just knowing that it's, that we have people that literally are every day looking in the mirror and they're just going, you know, I, I don't know what to do. I, and, and, and they're just ashamed and they're just miserable um, because they just, they're beating the shit out of themselves, excuse my expression, every single day because of how they look and feel um, because they've accomplished something and they threw it away. Um, you know, those who that are, that are successful at keeping the weight off for a long period of time, you know, they kind of, some got lucky, some kind of got, they some kind of figured it out. And, and realized that a lifestyle change was was absolutely um, essential for um, to con- keep their, their 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 newfound bodies in health, and they just figured out if they wanted it bad enough. They wanted it more than they wanted the cheeseburger. Wanted it more than they wanted anything else. And that you know that's just personal choice. It's kind of the, it's kind of the light switch that goes off in each and every one of us, and it goes off differently at different times. You know, um, you know, I happen to you know, have a client, a good friend that that's you know has a very um, intricate part in the in the recovery world. I mean, she deals with you know recovering addicts all the time, uh, recovering addict herself um, for many many years. And we talk a lot about the parallels between drug addiction and food addiction, losing weight and staying sober, or you know um, that people relapse every day. And that you know, I live by the by the philosophy on protocol and off protocol that one day at a time. That every day you can make a choice, and if the choice is not the best choice for you, it doesn't doesn't mean it needs to bleed into tomorrow because tomorrow's a do over. You can you can have another perfect day. I used to 